Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan. With me is Luke. How are you doing, Luke? Hello, one and all. One How are you? and all. Hopefully more than one. <laughs> it's always the hope. The one and the all. I mean, and if it is one, hello, you. Thanks for stopping Thank you. by. Thanks for stopping by. It's a lot of podcasts out there. <laughs> Appreciate you stumbling over us. glad you picked us. Yeah. I've been chosen. We've been up to man. Um, just hanging out and enjoying life. It's so funny. It's like, <laughs> it's so nice. I mean, it's such a nice day outside. Like sure literally, is. you hear the birds chirping outside. <laughs> it's like sixty nine right now. Wow. It's gonna be seventy today. We're recording My this goodness. live from the rainforest. <laughs> Bird watching, you know, in the middle of winter, I guess, <laughs> at that winter. temperature. What is it like in the rainforest during winter? Is it still really hot? I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. You never see like snowy rainforest. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. It's tropical. I mean, we're in Florida, so I feel like we're pretty close to like, you know, the equatorial like We're almost equivalency. a rainforest. Like a small It's pretty forest. warm down there. It's so warm. <laughs> it gets warm. Can a rainforest really be worse than this? I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I mean, it's probably way more humid too. It's just yeah. like moisture constantly. Yeah, I mean, it definitely gets better, like, in the fall and winter. Hmm. I mean, there, there's I'd days, like, like, the other day, I, was, I checked the weather, it was like 30% humidity. You mean here, not like, in the rainforest, amazing. right? No, I, I wouldn't even know how to check the weather in the rainforest. You just and by the rainforest, we mean the rainforest, whatever what forest that is. Fern Gully, the one and only. The one. <laughs> I guess the Amazon is the one people would refer to. Is Fern Gully? The one, apparently, or... that's on fire, from oh, what I've gosh. been seeing in the news. That's in... Uh... I think Ferngully is in Australia because mm. they like mentioned yeah, stuff like Mount, so. Mount Warning is a real mm-hmm. place in Australia. I guess they, they, they have a lot of ferns. They sure there. do. And the, like evil spirits that hang out in trees that you cut yeah. down and voiced by Tim Curry. <laughs> I don't even remember that movie, man. Like I, I remember the box art, but yeah, I don't even remember seeing that movie. It's one of those things that just rests in my memory, so I'm just nostalgic for it. It's got Robin Williams in it, so yeah. you know he's the bat. He's doing his Robin Williams thing. I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah. Might be one I need to see. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I hesitate (laughs) to say jump on it. (laughs) It's pretty old now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's like 30 years or something. It's a weird movie. Like, it scared me as a child because, like, the the monster that, like, pops out of the tree, like, turns into, like, a black goo skeleton or something like that. He's like, ah, I'm going to destroy the (laughs) forest. I'm Tim Curry. And it's just, it's just really creepy. So it's like an ecological animated oh, movie. It's it's Avatar before Avatar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. definitely. Don't cut down our trees. Yeah, the fairies don't want them to cut down the trees or else Texas so is going to come. It's literally Avatar before Avatar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, there's and by people, that, you mean Avatar stolen. I mean, sure. <laughs> there's no uh, autumntanium. It sounds in like Ferngully. it. There's some songs, most of them are bad. Why do they want to cut down the tree in Fern Gully? They didn't say. I mean, it just it's, seems like something fun to do. I mean, it's not like you you cut back to the guy who's like, "This is why we're here. This is Adam Tanium. <laughs> we don't get that exposition. They're just construction workers. Like, oh, we gotta do. What we gotta do. <laughs> yeah, Adam Tanium. I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do is the excuse in far too many movies. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, if it was Pixar, we'd be t- going there, but <laughs> yeah, 
This is an early 90s Fox animated adventure. There's a lot to go there in Pixar movies. Oh my gosh, I just realized that's a Fox movie. So I guess that means uh, Krista, the fairy princess in that movie, is a Disney princess now. Along (laughs) with Anastasia. Yeah. How about that? There's probably more too we're not thinking of. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know if they want these though. What's his name? What's her name from Alien? Now is she considered a yeah. Disney princess. Yeah, Ripley. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she be a princess? <laughs> She's a bad egg princess. Why was she there in the Alien? Oh man, I don't even know. It's a lot of why were they exploration. There? They were no, they were on. I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a long time since yeah. I've seen the first Alien. It was like, oh, we're going to do this thing. But it's not actually for this thing. It's it, a, there was another ship, right? That like sent out a message, and then they like went and like tried to help them. And they yeah, found, that's where they found. And then that right, mm-hmm, the robot was like, actually, that's oh, not yeah. our mission. We're yeah. here to investigate this other life or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. What we're you know, so pretty much just like Prometheus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, kind of a retelling of the same yeah, story. Retelling of Alien in a lot of ways. <laughs> Yeah, but um, we like those movies, so yeah, sure. Yeah, Don't absolutely. get us wrong. I, I I haven't seen Alien three in a long time, so I can't really vouch for that. I don't think I've ever seen Alien three. Have you seen Alien four? Alien Resurrection? No. It's uh, I like I think it. I've barely seen the first one. It's not good, but I like it. It's very ridiculous. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Anytime you get that far into the sequels, I I find it hard to believe that it's like quality cinema. Once you get to four. <laughs> It's just best to rename it to something like Prometheus. But then again, they did. What what was it? Alien? Was it Covenant? What what was the new one? Covenant. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Back to Alien. That one was a good one. Yeah, I liked it. I feel like the whole thing's honestly. It's it's kind of a reboot without being a reboot, you know, because Uh they are continuing the story, so it's not like literally a reboot. But yeah, it's like like introducing new characters, and you know, it's obviously a prequel, but. It's one of those things that's an excuse to explore the world a little bit more, the lore a little bit more. Throw, got a little more in this. Throw an alien in there, and, you know, Let's here we go. nurse some more money out of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is ridiculous. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I was just thinking about it. You know when you, like, discover a band and you just, like, you're just thinking about it a lot? Heck yeah. Um, I was uh, listening. This is an old band. This is not a new band. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Naked and Famous. Um, Sounds familiar. They did that I don't song. Think I've listened to them. They they were they had been around since 2010. Their like big hit song mm-hmm. was Young Blood. Who's like fall back in love eventually? Yeah 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 yeah. Mm. It like plays a lot of like that like. Sounds familiar. Imagine walking into Hollister. You're probably yeah. here. Um, <laughs> back probably where you heard. It. Probably is where <laughs> I heard it actually. But you know, it's like their older stuff. It's pretty good. You know, it's like indie electro rock. But they've mm-hmm. gotten more poppy, and usually that's like you look at that and that's like, uh oh. But actually, Go I think mainstream. I think it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're actually better this way. So the last two albums, I like jump back in, like let me hear this. I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> I don't know. It's like really freaking good. I'm looking them up. Random plug for the Naked and Famous. It's like a you know girl and guy group, mm-hmm. uh, electro <laughs> indie pop kind of deal. But it's fun. It's good stuff. Yeah. I'll have to listen Check it to out. Them. I recommend the album. Uh, it's their latest full-length album. They came out with like just a New few days Zealand. ago. New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> New Zealanders. Uh, I recommend the album Simple Forms. It's just pretty top to bottom really good. They're pretty big. One and a half million monthly. Yeah. I listened. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I, I thought like Young Bloods was like their only big song, which it is a very yeah. <laughs> big one. 135 million streams. Yeah. It's, it's just pretty like, big. 
it's like one of those songs that you just people just played everywhere. It's been in a lot of commercials. Yeah. Been in a lot. It's, I remember it being it was like in a few video games. It's just huge song as far as like just there it is. Oh, we're gonna get copyright. It's gonna take. Just gonna, gonna take, take little parts of it. Okay. I recognize yep. it. Okay, That's, there enough. It <laughs> That's enough. Stop. That's enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, the naked and famous. I'm, I'm, I just plugged your. Album, I don't think so. that's enough. Yeah, it's I don't right. think we'll get yanked. I'm sure we'll be fine. <laughs> but anyways, that's what I've been doing. We're so very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I've really been wa- watching and playing some some stuff. Some that's good. Stuff. We'll talk. Recommend about music it. to people. Yeah, Why recommend not? music. <laughs> people who listen to podcasts. Listen to music. I'm sure of it. That's true. Yeah, it's not just exclusively only podcasts while you're in the car. <laughs> I mean, I. I kind of assume people are like me and, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but then it's like, I just kind of get sick of listening to talking after a while. It's yeah. like, I want to listen to some new music. Mm-hmm. Spotify, man, shout out to Spotify. They're so good. I wish they were sponsored, but. This is crazy. They're Spotify so is good ridiculous. at surfacing, like, good music for you. Yeah. And can we talk about how, like, <laughs> we, we always talk about, like, these streaming services and, like, TV and stuff like mm-hmm. that. How it's like they're splintering, maybe becoming less and less of a good deal mm-hmm. with Spotify. It's been tried and true for so long. Yeah. And they've been challenged by so many newcomers, like Jay-Z's uh-huh. thing. I really thought that was going to be a major hit to them. What was the name of that? I almost said Deezer, but it's not Deezer. <laughs> what? Deezer crashed really quick. Um, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Jay-Z had his own like streaming service I for a little while. I remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember yeah. the name or anything about it. But it was supposed to be like curated by him and his friends, and it's like these are all the influencer you Spotify know, like, killer. Yeah, and I think it was too expensive, and I don't know. There's just something about Spotify. It just feels like, you know, especially after I've had it now. I mean, probably ten years or yeah. something. Yeah, I think I think 2012 maybe I started getting. I remember it was like our wedding, like the, the our friend Stevie who like DJed it. He mentioned mm-hmm. it. I'm like. Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't heard about, like I'd heard of Spotify, but I didn't really understand what it was. And then he told me, yeah, I could just stream it on Spotify. I was like, oh. So I started like typing and like yeah. searching around. I'm like, whoa, this is uh, awesome. I remember it being like having that feeling like it's too good to last, but yeah, dude, because it's like crazy. Yeah. Unlimited music is just amazing. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's just so yeah. take it for granted now it's because insane. it just is the way it is yeah, now. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, <laughs> listening to music used to be so difficult. I, uh-huh. I still appreciate it. Oh yeah, I do not forget. Just going on terrible being days like... of freaking burning discs and ripping discs, Napster, and having to organize your playlist, typing in names because the computer got it wrong uh-huh. or something. I remember dragging over Oof. like the the album art to make it oh, legit yeah. and stuff having like to that. Google like... The album art to match. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Anyways, what you been watching slash playing, man? <laughs> um, not a whole lot, honestly. Um, we watched the new What Men Want. It's like the reboot or whatever, you know, like the reverse telling. Okay. Of, you remember the old Mel Gibson, What yeah. Women Want? So um, what's her name? Taraja P. Henson. People should know her. She's been in all kinds of stuff. Scary movie. And, uh-huh, yep. Um, so she starred in What Men Want alongside, uh, what's his freaking name? I always forget this guy's name. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, it's Morgan. not in the credits. Tracy Morgan? Yeah, Tracy Morgan. That's weird. It's not in the credits. Huh. Anyways, um, yeah, Tracy Morgan's kind of a side character, but, you know, he's just... A name. <laughs> ridiculous, funny guy he is. So. 
Um, yeah, it was it was fine. There's not a lot to say. It was you know it was a comedy. It's kind of your typical comedy, just mm-hmm. silly stuff. So yeah, it's all right. So, yeah, if you're looking to watch something lighthearted, it's worth a watch. It seems like there's just like that's kind of how it is a lot of times with comedy. There'll be like one that rises above the the ranks, but there'll just be ones yeah. that are like okay, like Stuber and this and. I'd say this is a little bit better than the middle of the pack. But, okay. But yeah, it's not like a standout or anything. Yeah. I was thinking like that, uh, was it voice assistant one that came out? That one I would consider what? a little lower. Uh, it's like a play on like Alexa or Siri or whatever. Oh, Jexy? Jexy, yeah. That movie was not great. We yeah, saw that I heard in it was hot garbage. And, yeah. This was definitely better than that, but whatever. It's not worth me talking this long about it. No. What men want? It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. Where'd you watch it? Um, one of those. Uh, Amazon. Okay. Yeah, I think Amazon. All right. uh, we went back to Gordon Ramsay's Uncharted. Yeah. And that just like cemented in again. Like that's just a it's a good show. You know, it's definitely. Just, it's not like they do anything crazy original or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a fun thing to watch. You know, I I love travel. I love seeing new places, and that's one of the cool things I like about it. Like. Gordon Ramsay just I don't know is like rough around the edges as he is I find him enjoyable to watch even though I know he can be like crazy harsh on these people in like Hell's Kitchen but I, I kind of like how this is kind of different than that he's he's not you know trying to train these people who are like making these stupid mistakes in the kitchen he's yeah. just he's, he's just there to learn himself because he's you know out of his element and trying to learn how to make these meals I mean you've watched it so you know all this oh yeah but, but trying to make these like meals in these places that he's either never been or doesn't have a lot of experience in mm-hmm. basically a quick little synopsis of what it is for people who have no idea what the show is is Gordon Ramsay travels so far as I know around the world basically just to different random spots that have unique cuisine like there was one hawaiian islands one that we just saw and there was oh that's that's the one i can remember right now but i think oh what was it somewhere in south america yeah it was like chile or Mm -hmm. i've seen them all i just don't remember the exact argentine or something yeah um but that that one was actually kind of a cool one, the South American one, because it was like this super high altitude. I think it was the first. Yeah. It was the first episode. Yeah, that one I just thought was cool. And the other ones have been great, but it was just kind of neat to be like super high altitude and like things grow differently and there's like different flavors. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he travels these places and then yeah, he learns how to make a meal and then he makes a large meal for all the kind of people that has been involved in him like gathering things. So he makes it for them and tries to impress the locals. Yeah, people. there's always like a local chef that like kind of is like yeah. he's either kind like of his col- guide. Yeah, he kind of collaborates with or kind of competes with towards the end to yeah. make food for the locals. It's just kind of made up drama, really. It really it's is just and kind of a framework for you to see. Yeah, what's happening? And it's the same kind of thing every episode, but it's interesting because there's like the the different ways in which he gets these foods and the way how he prepares them and, and matches them with other items. It's yeah. it's great. He's really good. I mean, he's just like a really good entertainer, mm-hmm. and he's just he's knowledgeable. So he's like, well, you're. He, it's fun watching him to complain. <laughs> Definitely when he's swimming in through mud, yeah. having to rake and he doesn't go snake. so far that it gets annoying too it's exactly. just like by golly are you kidding me <laughs> with exactly. a few more curse words <laughs> it's, and you just laugh because it's just yeah. I don't know something about him is very entertaining he's very yeah. colorful and um, they pick the, just the coolest places that's oh. that's one of the things that you know keeps my attention so much it's like it's just amazing to see the landscape and just the countryside it's beautiful too beautifully shot and like really good quality yeah. it's been in the, watching it on Disney Plus it's yeah. great it's a good show 
National Geographic. They they create a lot of good content, honestly. Yeah, yeah. probably a lot of people, including myself, are sleeping on all that stuff that's on okay. Disney Plus because there's so much crazy stuff every single week dropping for their Nat Geo yeah section. I I find it kind of cool just as like a guide to like oh that would be a cool place to go next. Yeah. <laughs> um, American Idol, we still watching that so. Yeah, I mean, doing the thing, you know, they're still trying people out and letting mm-hmm. people uh, sing for them. So, how are the hosts now? I don't even. I, know. I find them enjoyable. I think it's a good cast. They, Who are they? Uh, Luke Bryan, Katy okay. Perry, and Lionel Richie. Okay, so I know they've been doing it for a while, haven't they? Like since it came back. This is season three. Okay, so three years. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, so I think it's a good, good entertainment. It's not. I I always have a problem with reality tv i think it's gotten to a place where it's just kind of trashy for the most part so i uh i kind of enjoy the old classic like scripted like host driven shows Mm -hmm. and that's a little bit of what the next thing is um this one i haven't watched as much bethany's more been into it so i've been you know watching a little bit it's netflix's new blind love i think is the name i didn't even look it up (laughs) but it's basically (laughs) the bachelor for netflix okay um so it's it's not my type of show but it it is kind of interesting it's kind of a different take on the idea um the idea is these people are put in these pods where they talk through like a perforated wall to okay. each other and don't see each other for I think like a week or something. And they switch pods and talk to, huh. you know, the, the guys will switch off, talk to different ladies. The ladies, you know, obviously will talk to different men and they kind of have to make a decision before the end and they have to get engaged What? <laughs> without having met the person. Wow. So they propose in the pod through the wall the person either says yes or no so there's like all this drama with them you know do i want this guy do i want that guy oh. and i i didn't watch the full first episode but i believe like you're not allowed to say your race to because i don't uh-huh. know there's some like weird little <laughs> gimmick because one of the one of the couples were inter- interracial and i didn't really get why it was like this thing but like obviously they didn't know and it was like well wouldn't you just say that while you're in the thing i don't know anyways it's, it's weird because like I don't know. It's a lot of manufactured drama, kind of like Gordon Ramsay's exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I guess, we're pretending being attracted to the other person doesn't matter, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But then, then that's the thing. So so the next few episodes, they come out. Uh-huh. And they meet, and then they propose again right as they come out and meet each other. So several of the couples have been, like, like the first one of the first couples, like, immediately blew up and didn't work at all. Dang. And there's another couple that is probably not going to work out, and there's, like, three couples that are fairly solid, but then they're having trouble. Honestly, it just, it's kind of baloney to me. Like, <laughs> I, I just, there's no way you can, you know, no. know, know someone well enough from, anyways. You're so. on camera the whole time. You're yeah. not you're being real. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Yeah. There's a lot of silliness to it, so. Yeah interesting yeah it's 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 at least a you know i think it's they're taking on you know the big juggernaut of (laughs) the bachelorette which i think is just super popular with like Uh middle-aged ladies especially so i've never seen an episode of either of them i mean i how does it's just an elimination thing right week to week someone doesn't get a rose or something yeah pretty much i i find the the netflix one something i can watch a little easier than bachelor i feel I feel like Bachelor is just, I don't know, it's just so manufactured. It's just yeah. so much drama that just doesn't feel real at all. And that's kind of what I never like about reality TV. Yeah. 
And I, I think the blind love, at least, there's a lot of like one on one interaction. So I find that a little more interesting than just like a group of girls like arguing the whole like show. So yeah, it's it's not really my main thing. It's not the kind yeah. of thing I usually watch, but we've been watching it. It's what Bethany likes to watch. So I've been watching a little bit of that. Alrighty. Yeah. What you been up to, man? Dude, not too much. Like seriously, there's two things. Um yeah. so um it's how some weeks are. Dude, this is like the nerdiest. Like I'm on <laughs> I'm on full nerd alert right now. So nerd alert. So yeah, okay. So I've been I I talked about Pokemon Sword like a month or two ago like after it came out, after I beat it. Dude, I'm back. I am yeah. something happened. I don't know what, but it's like, you know, the coronavirus is going around, but I don't know. I got poke <laughs> fever or something like that. That's a terrible joke to make, but whatever. <laughs> Okay, fever. Yeah, great. Um, so I don't know. I'm just really into the end game of that. Like when I beat the game, like for some reason I was like, no, I'm not going to complete my Pokedex, meaning to like go around the region and collect every single one. There's 400 of those things, and so it's a <laughs> lot. It's actually like a lot to do. But some reason, like I something happened. Like I got into like trading with people online. Like that sounds weird, but like through the actual online gameplay experience of the thing, not me going to a website being like, "Hey, yeah," <laughs> and y'all got a Mars Shadow or anything like that. No, I'm actually like, it's so weird. Nothing how, wrong with that? No, there's nothing. <laughs> not that there'd be anything wrong with that, and that is a thing because there's like so many websites who live off. That. Oh yeah, because the trading in the I understand why people do that because the trading that is actually in the game is not optimal. Like I spend yeah. a lot of time in it. Basically, if I'm looking for something, I just have to. You don't communicate with anyone you just kind of hope that they present it to you. you basically you pick a pokemon that you put up for trade and then they offer a pokemon to put up trade you see them at the same mm -hmm. time you say yes or no it's that unlocks after you finish the game no that you can do that straight away okay i'm pretty sure like they you they um create the challenge because like uh, throughout the store you get badges and if mm -hmm. you don't have a certain amount of badges you can only control a Pokemon of a certain level. And so it's mm. only after you beat the game you can like, yeah. that doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And so I'm basically like, I've, I've had experiences where like, I've caught Pokemon just so I can give them the nickname. I need this Pokemon. <laughs> and I'd present that hoping the person would see the name and be like, oh, okay. And Because you have no way of messaging them? There's no way of messaging them, communicating, or That's anything. Strange. The only thing you can do is basically decline the trade to say, I mm -hmm. don't want that. And then present something else or present the same thing. should definitely be messaging. It's some, something. I get that you don't want people to be like, give me an effing Mewtwo or whatever to like a two-year-old. Two-year-old, I don't but, know. But maybe you could have it canned responses? Absolutely. That's know? exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you can say, like, I need a... Like, there could be, like, yeah. I need a... And you fill and in... Select. In the yeah. list of Pokemon, you just select which yeah. one you want. Yeah. That'd that be an easy way of doing it. Completely Don't reasonable. have to moderate them. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's... It's crazy, and I've been doing that. I've been going around the entire region just trying to collect stuff. There's, like, the weirdest crap in this game. Like, I didn't talk about this. Like, the way there's, like, certain Pokemon that, like, you evolve to get the other one. So you have to have that to fill out your Pokedex. And so there's, like, it's ridiculous. And so there's one that's a cream Pokemon that you can evolve it. Like a, to a sherbet. I'm not kidding. So you give it a berry. So you have an item as well. Like literal sherbet? Yeah. You give it, it's a cream. And so you give it a berry. Oh and, my. And then you spin around a lot. Oh and God. depending, de, that's not it, Luke. <laughs> depending on the way you spend, the time of day, the type of berry you give it, it'll evolve into either a vanilla cream, oh a salted caramel. <laughs> all sorts of stuff. 
Uh, thankfully, dorky Jordan. thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, you only have to do one of them to actually get the spot on the <laughs> on the Pokedex. What so. you doing there on your Switch, Jordan? <laughs> Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm making so, cream. <laughs> there's one that Amber, Amber has the poke fever too. So does my buddy Adam. For some reason, like all of us at the same time, we're like, we're back in. We're helping each other complete our decks. We're trading with each other. It's we're making it, some desserts. We're making some desserts. <laughs> and so there's this one. It's like this electric like eel or like this electric squid Pokemon. And there's some. It's something. It's like it's upside down. And so, like, it's unevolved version. To evolve it, you have to get it to a certain level, take your switch, and turn it upside down, and it will evolve. That's kind of cool, actually. I think, that, like, stuff like that, it's, like, so stupid, but it's also really cool. There's a bug Pokemon that evolves into, like, a ninja bug. And so, you, it, like, so it will evolve into a ninja bug, but it actually has a second form. And so there's a, a Pokemon called Shedinja. And I was like, how do you get it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it evolved us into the one. And, there were, and I had to look it up online. They're like, no, you have to have a slot in your party open and a Pokeball free. And I was like, why? And so I did it. And then it evolved. And also a Shedinja appeared. So it's the Pokemon that it evolves into and the, and the skin that it sheds becomes <laughs> a Pokemon. It's so stupid, but also <laughs> kind of creative and awesome. I don't know. There, I'm of... of, of uh, mixed mind about it but i'm enjoying it there's an addictive quality to it because like once you like there's this whole thing about like completing it is not easy because there's certain ones that i'm like i don't even know how you get it there's like uh and so it's like there's a a quality you know how like there's that thing where the guy on ebay would like i don't know if this was real he like got a he turned a paperclip into a car by like trading yeah. up and up yeah. and up and up. It's a similar kind of deal mm-hmm. in Pokemon because there's like one you're like, why would anybody trade me that? But yeah, you trade one thing for a better thing to a better thing to a yeah. better thing to a better thing to have something that would be a substantial offer to get you that insanely rare Pokemon. Is it, is it just crazy hard to find in, in the wild? Well, there's certain ones. So like one, there are Pokemon that just aren't in that game. There are Pokemon that you can only get from previous mm. games. So if you carry it over via the home thing that I was talking about a couple weeks ago. And so I didn't have those I don't have those games. So there's no way I'd have get them no. to be able. There's no way without trading. And could people be still be finding those in the old games and bringing them over? Yep. So if I were to go out and buy a 3DS and I went and beat but it'd that still game. be hard to find them because they're rare. Yeah, but. and only you have to beat the game and do all this stuff. Yeah. And so yeah, it's a lot of work. And so yeah, I've just been wheeling and dealing, man. One that I'm most proud of is probably the one that's most crucial. Is um, So there's Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Right. They each have a legendary Pokemon that you beat at the end of the game. And so if you have Sword, you get Zacian. If you have Shield, you get Zamazenta. They're like these twin wolves. One has like a shield on its head. The other is like carrying a sword. And so if you do not have Sword, you just don't get Zamazenta. You just don't mm. get it. It is not in your game. You don't get it. And so the only way to do it, get it, is by trading. And so that was like my... You're going to trade across games. Yeah, you can trade across games. And so that was my pride and joy. I was able to trade up to get something so valuable that someone traded me a Zamazenta. And I was like, and I needed it to complete the Pokedex. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and I've I been guess, doing uh, a lot. Death Stranding didn't hold you in? No, I'm still playing Death Stranding, but 
I got the Pokebug. What can I say? I've just been playing it <laughs> and playing it and playing it. And every now and then, I'll pop in Death Stranding. I, it's like I kind of had to have to take a break every once in a while from that game because it's just I'm walking. Yeah, and there's also something about it where it's like the it makes me nervous. <laughs> so okay, because you don't know when you're going to be attacked. Is that? Yeah, and when you are, it's just this tense thing, and it's in a way where I'm not like, not like, oh yeah, this is tense. I'm just like, gosh, I'm just stressed out. You know, it, it's That's like how I, I am with the uh, uh, wow, PUBG. PUBG. Yeah, similar kind of thing. It's like every game, you're like sitting there collecting. You don't know when somebody's gonna walk <laughs> in and just shotgun you in the back. <laughs> exactly. Like, great. Now I have to start a whole new game, uh-huh. drop again. <laughs> we were like playing that as well, <laughs> Danny and I. So there's it's a funny thing with me in video games like uh like with movies and like horror movies i am i can watch most it takes a lot to scare me with a horror movie i am a baby when it comes to horror video games i'll get scared so easily yeah <laughs> like i i, I, I talked talk about, Something on the podcast. about you controlling it is Something, a little exactly different. <laughs> exactly and you have yeah. to be engaged with it in a way where you don't with a movie yeah. And so, and you're immersed in a different way, and it just like yeah. something about it makes freaks me out. Like, like playing uh, Resident Evil Seven, it's a stressful situation for yep. me. Like rounding every corner is like a stress, and I'm just like, oh my god, give me a save point so I can stop. I just need to stop right now. And so, when I'm going against these, and it like Death Stranding isn't a scary game, but there's something about like when these BTs show up, which are, like these ghost figures that are like. You, I'm at the point in the game where I can kind of fight against them a little bit, but it's still like this very tense thing. The music changes. It's yeah. like, doom, and they're like kind of invisible. And if they come close, you have to like hold That's your That's what breath. Kojima kind of prides himself yeah. on, I think, <laughs> setting those moods. It's a very tense situation. And sometimes I just have to be like, because I think like last week I played it for like five hours straight. And I was like, I made a lot of progress, but <laughs> I just had to stop because I was like, I'm, I'm still stressed. Like, I've been like almost 15 hours maybe into the game and I still get stressed out by it. Yeah. But I'm going to beat it. It's going to be beaten by me. But yeah, it's a interesting game. But yeah, Pokemon. So uh, last thing. Um, we were going to go see uh, The Invisible Man, but uh, I had a situation where uh, the My Hero Academia movie, um, I've heard, I knew it was coming out for a while, but um, it for some reason until the day of the day of release it was not compatible with movies unlimited hmm. until someone told me hey dude to get your ticket from that i was like it's not compatible oh, yeah it is and so i was like what and so the day of i was able to actually get a ticket and go see it and so regal uh, regal yeah pass. regal unlimited yeah. sorry same thing and so like uh yeah we'll see uh probably uh, the invisible man uh eventually it's i like, bought the ticket oh yeah. yeah i had this weird error where i bought the ticket it took the like 55 cents or whatever. Uh-huh. Like it took my money and then it said, Oh, sorry, didn't work. And then I like went to the tickets. There's no ticket. And then I tried to buy it again. It said, Oh, you already have a ticket at that time. Like what? That's so strange. I called the guy. He sent me an email to restore it. Didn't work. So he said, just tell him this number. Mm-hmm. And I guess that would work. Yeah. But like I never had a ticket. I've had to <laughs> never do that showed before. me a ticket. Like, did it reserve my seat? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't do that when I saw. I cats. just didn't go. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, whatever. Well, we, I think we should see it eventually. I mean, we make fun of that movie a lot. I mean, I, I called it when I, I was texting guess we you. we should see that movie. Yeah, I know. Maybe we should. It's one where, like, I'll see it, but... Yeah. 
No, I'm not super excited. That's why I was yeah. like, My Hero Academia. He was like, Peace. And I like saw that. I mean, but, they didn't sell it to us. Like, that's the big thing. Yeah. I mean, we've been making fun of that trailer constantly. I texted you and I said, Are you ready to see the Invisible Man extended edition? The theatrical cut? Yeah. Let's not fill the trailer. A couple few blanks in between scenes. Yeah. I mean, how crazy would it be if that trailer was the first 30 minutes of the movie? That's honestly part of the reason I want to see it. Like, that's probably the most of the reason why I want to see it. Like, what could be there? Just that to see, could is me. there anything else? <laughs> or do I literally have I already seen the movie? Yeah, I know. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> I doubt there's gonna be a full episode about it, but we'll get to Not it. Not at all. Yeah. Um, so the My Hero Academia movie, My Hero Academia. If you haven't heard me talk about it, it's an anime about a world of heroes basically and there's this school training a bunch of youngsters to be heroes and it focuses around a uh, kid who was born powerless who was given an amazing power but he has to learn how to basically control it and it's a really good show really funny has a lot of great action and also it's just very uplifting and i recommend it to pretty much anyone especially if you're looking for an entry point in anime i think this is a great place to start because it's like anime through and through it's like it has all the zany zaniness of a lot of that a lot of people expect out of anime, but it's just it's like the best example of that. But anyways, they, this is a movie that was released, the second one. Uh, there was one a couple years ago. It was pretty good. Uh, it was a, it was a good movie. It was you know a lot of times. I'll get there later. But anyways, this one <laughs> is My Hero Academia: Heroes Rising, and it was really good. Like I, I usually don't even talk about these movies. Like. Because you like the thing with anime movies, there's like the movies that are based off a series, mm-hmm. and usually they're pretty throwaway. Is the thing with them? It's like Dragon Ball Z. Like, in, uh, in historically, a lot of those movies would be like kind of weird. Like a lot of them aren't canon. You don't know where they take place. They don't really make sense within the storyline, and it's just kind of th- throwaway. There's like some villain that pops out of nowhere, and it's like ah, and then they fight him. <laughs> um, this. It feels crucial. It's intense, and they, real the, the animation is off the charts. It's basically I feel like it's a season of the show shoved into a movie, and that sounds like a bad thing, but with this, it's really not. It really does feel like you get every benefit out of watching a season in this movie, and it's really good. Like just all the actions, fantastic, great character moments, really emotional stuff, very uplifting, and just man, the animation again is just off the charts awesome and the action is just intense and really great and it all feels like it matters which is really what most of these anime like series based anime movies struggle with and so i wouldn't recommend jumping into it without watching the show just because it just doesn't work on that level it's for fans of the show for sure even like really honestly fans that are caught up because it like references stuff in like recent episodes that thankfully I was able to kind of be like, okay, yeah, because I'm caught up on the show. But holy crap, man. I was like, uh, I saw it with uh, my wife and a friend Carrie, and we kind of looked at each other, and then we were like, wow. That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, cool stuff. It made me think, like, there's not about examples of movies based off TV shows. And That's I'm not, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, and I, and I don't yeah. mean it in a way of the Flintstones starring, uh, you know, Rick Moranis and uh It seems John so Goodman. common in anime. It's, yeah, it's common. It's funny. They're big. They, these movies, like, where they come to theaters and, like, you know, they'll be... Like, my theater maybe had, like, 20 people in it, you know, just fans of the show. Uh, but there in Japan, huge. Freaking huge. Yeah. These are cultural, like, big touchstones. 
Like we don't even expect like a Walking Dead movie. <laughs> Whereas like that's such a big property. Like it still is, but it, like it it was like huge, mm-hmm. and we don't even expect it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like anime shows that aren't even that big are getting movies. <laughs> there funny. are very few examples of this happening. Can you think of any? Like, I know Serenity is one that comes to mind. Yeah. Was a wrap up of the show Firefly. Recently, there was Downton Abbey, which was yeah, it's um, a good example. Breaking Bad got one on Netflix. Yeah. You're taking all of them. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't I, think of one. <laughs> there must be more. It's, it's just, I always expect, like, honestly, I don't expect them. I, like, wish for them. Like, I always wished they'd end Lost that way. I wish they end yeah. Game of Thrones that way. Where they're like, this show is huge. Let's give it a movie budget. Everyone who watches the show will just have to come. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I mean, like, the Flintstones? I guess that would be an example. I don't know. It's an animated show. It's like there's that where it's like here's a show that's like been gone for a while and this is a live action version of that. But then there's ones where it's like here's the cast of the show that you're watching within the world of the show that you're watching doing similar things to the show that you're watching. Yeah. And, and they're so rare. They just don't really happen very there's actually, often actually It's funny. There's actually a lot more movies based off games than there are TV shows. You, oh, yeah. You'd think it'd be much easier to transfi- transition to the big screen from the small screen. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be all on board. Like, if they were like, look, we don't have a story for a 10-episode arc, but here's a, mm-hmm. here's a Stranger Things movie. Yeah, like a true detective movie? That would have been an easy thing yeah, to make. Yeah, easy, right? <laughs> yeah, easily. That's honestly probably what they should have done with season two, because that was not enough content for one <laughs> season. But yeah. it could have made an interesting two-hour movie. Mm. Yeah. Wonder why they don't do it. I know. I don't know why they don't do this. I mean, it's a... <laughs> there it's, must be some reasons. There must be. I mean, they're they're filming the show within the studio that they're in. And I imagine the crew that they have... Aren't there to make a movie? I don't know. Especially some, when you own your your content like HBO. It would, yeah. It would be an easy transition. You would think. And obviously if it was someone like HBO or Netflix, like if it was a Netflix or HBO movie, it would probably go straight to Netflix mm-hmm. or straight to HBO, which is fine. Just if, you know, given a movie budget and kind of like a movie feel. That sort of stuff is kind of fun, I think. I, mm-hmm. I wish more would do it. Like it's like honestly, like I never watched Serenity before I watched Firefly. Like I went back and watched Firefly recently. And then I saw Serenity after. I'm like, it is just something fun about like seeing mm-hmm. the characters come out from a show and it be like, oh, here's a big budget. And here's, you know, like, I don't know, just the movie gloss over it. Sex in the City. Sex in the City. There's a good example. Two or three of those things, don't they? Yeah. I know two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, what's that one show with a bunch of dudes? Uh, they're making movies. They're trying to make a movie. Oh, they just made, yeah. I was actually thinking I should support that because I think they have a good show. <laughs> Uh, Impractical Jokers. No, oh, no, not Impractical Jokers. Well, That's they, a good they idea. did though. That's a good, <laughs> they yeah, just released just a movie. Just came out. Impractical <laughs> Jokers. Oh um, um, no, the one that has uh, it was an HBO show too. Entourage. Hmm, okay, yeah. That's right. They had a movie. It's, I was thinking a show like uh, Once Upon a Time would be a good example where that show it just felt like it just fizzled and fizzled and fizzled. Yep. Whereas it could have just okay, you have some strong story and maybe three seasons, and then just say. Look, we don't have another season, but we do have a freaking movie that's just going to wrap everything up. Yep. That'd be cool. Absolutely. You would. I bet you would do pretty well in the theaters. Yeah. It's like all the fans would flock. I mean, that's just kind of how it works, yeah. right? I mean, I don't know. You could have like events where they play the first season or something in a day <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. like a marathon like they did with Marvel. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see this more. And obviously, this is a thing that happens a lot with children's uh, children's entertainment. I mean, that's what we grew up with. We grew mm-hmm. up with uh, there being a Power Rangers movie mm-hmm. that would, like, come out and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. that and, uh, you know, Rugrats and all that stuff. Doug. Yeah. They, had all, they all mm-hmm. got movies. Yeah. Uh, m- most of them eventually got a movie. But, yeah. like, for some reason... These like live action big shows for some reason like I feel like it would just be awesome just like here's the finale we're making it a movie with a movie feel we're doing it I don't know there there are yeah kind of a cross example that would be like the Miley Cyrus thing the Hannah Montana movie yeah, Hannah Montana where, they got a movie whereas it went like straight you know the show literally went straight to the big screen yeah and I think that was kind of I I didn't follow the show or anything but I think that was kind of a wrap up deal yep. I think it kind of came at the end of it so. I think so yeah I think I actually saw that thing maybe <laughs> I think there might have been like an iCarly one too maybe I don't yeah. even there's there's a that's the thing with children's entertainment for some reason tons of it but it's easier when it's when you're Disney too it's like you're you're mm-hmm. set up to do both easily but I don't think there's any excuse why like Amazon couldn't do this Netflix couldn't do this HBO Showtime I mean they make movies and TV anyway so. You got the studios for it, just. I mean, it must be a money thing, right? Does it mean not like they don't have enough, but it, they're. I feel they, like it'd they, be cheaper to make a movie than a whole season of TV. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, for me, like, I think, like, for instance, gosh, I don't know. There's a lot of shows that could have, like, instead of having like the last five episodes, could have just been a movie. But there's also, I was thinking, like, The Outsider. I think is a good example where. I actually appreciate it more in the way mm-hmm. it's told. I like how it's eight, nine hours long and it's like stretched out and it's kind of like it, it just pulls along the mystery, you know, episode after episode. And yeah. It keeps my attention in that way. And, you know, that would probably be true of True Detective as well. It's a very similar format, similar kind of story. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, like like I said, like season two, it wasn't as good. So it would have made a good movie. But So it's not always that I think... You know, maybe a show should go to a movie. But sometimes it is better as a TV show, but yeah, sometimes definitely. it'd be better as a movie. And I don't know why that's not an option. It I seems like, a lot like of books might be might lend themselves better to movies, especially like Stephen King crap. And yeah. uh, like like in the, the Tall Grass. I mean, was, yeah. was that was that a you think a movie that should have been made into a show? No, <laughs> that's not. That's one I think was based on a short, and so that one works as a movie. Um, the one that would though is that came out in theaters is a the Dark Tower, starring, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. but that was that, the nightmare. Yeah, it was a joke. The fact that they tried to make that into an hour and a half long movie, it's just crazy. It's it's based yeah. on not one book. It's based on eight books. Wow. And so I mean, it's obviously it's kind of like more of a loose adaptation of what the books are. But still, what were they thinking? And they did have TV plans, but that movie tanked, yeah. and all that went to pot. But it's like, and you know, shouldn't. they spent so much freaking money on that yeah. thing. Yeah. Excuse me. That yeah. was Fox, wasn't it? Uh, probably. I don't or know. Universal. <laughs> One of those two. You see, because remember, Fox. it was like the Dark World or whatever. The Universal Dark, dark Universe. That that was the Monster Universe that the Universal was trying Universal, to build yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Dracula Untold and uh, the Mummy. Yeah, it seems like a cool idea to me. I wish it. I wish it worked out. Uh-huh. So I like a lot of those movies. The quality wasn't all there, hey. but, I, but I like the idea of those 
characters. Maybe the Invisible Man can kick oh it off. Huh? You never know, Luke. He's, he's He was supposed to be part of it. He was supposed to be Johnny Depp, I think. <laughs> Seriously. They went in a very different direction. Do you remember that cast like that cast photo they did? Where they're like, here's the welcome to the dark universe. And there's like Johnny Depp and there's Tom Cruise and all these stars. They're like, we're your new monsters. No. Yeah. They were like about to pump it. They had a logo for the dark universe. Wow. They had all this, all these announcements. And when uh, I see it, when the mummy failed, I freaking see it. See, I never wow. saw the mummy like everyone else, but like, <laughs> but apparently there was a lot of stuff like building up. To like that stuff, you know, like uh, I think uh, what's his face, Gerard Butler. Who am I thinking of? The guy from Gladiator. He was supposed to be uh, yeah, yeah. Jekyll I'm, I'm looking right at him, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> Dang uh, it! I know that's frustrating, <laughs> but you know what can you do? It happens. We know his name, uh, people. We know his name. We're just having a moment. Crow, Russell Crow. Russell Crow. <laughs> there he is, the Crow himself. <laughs> Not the crow oh man, the what a sad thing! It's sad seeing these pictures. I know they had such like they were so bold, and they were like, "We're Ugh. doing this. You try to stop us." And you know, man, we did a good job stopping. We them. really did. <laughs> oh, I don't know a single person who's seen the America moment. spoke. <laughs> yeah, they said we're good. There's, it's so funny when you like. I guess like I don't know a ton of movie buffs. That's the thing. Like I go to. There they are. Oh, my gosh. Showing Jordan the picture. Javier Bardem, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Looking all Johnny dapper. Depp. Yep, and there's uh, Sophia. Yeah, the girl from uh, whatever. The mummy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. She mummy. I think she's a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> so so funny when like there's those movies where it's like, like you ask all your friends and nobody has seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you look at it and it's so expensive and Which you don't know like anyone. Which is like all these movies. <laughs> yeah. We're in, the, we're in the dark universe. What, like, was, what, what was Johnny Depp going to be? He was going to be the Invisible, the invisible Man. man. I, think. I think he was going to be the Invisible Man. Wouldn't have to pay him it a lot. It could have been cooler. I don't know. Johnny Depp's a very different person now that he's older. He's, he's, yeah. he's not the actor that he used to be. No, that makes a lot of sense. Honestly, all this casting makes a lot of sense. It just didn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Javier Bardem was going to be. Frankenstein's monster. I don't know. Probably do a good job, though. Yeah, he's a good actor. So. <laughs> Just don't know if the movie would be good. <laughs> That's the problem. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> we have some things to talk about, right, yeah, Luke? Yeah, we got some news. That's great. That uh, people may or may not have seen, but we're going to update you if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, the first one on my list is the Monster Hunter poster. So they released yeah. like a double feature poster. Um. I don't know who is even even the parent company for this. Um, it must be Lionsgate, right? <laughs> right. I don't recognize any of the logos at the bottom. Uh, Sony Pictures. So Sony Pictures, I guess. Oh, Sony. Okay. Um. So yeah, we have uh, Mila Jonov- Jovovich with her crazy. I don't know my Monster Hunter lore, but Bone Sword is what I'm gonna call it. Okay. Yeah. So they take they destroy monsters and then they take their parts to make their weapons yeah i mean i kind of understood that but i don't know what these things are called but mm-hmm. the bone tooth sword the bone <laughs> saw <laughs> one side there's teeth and the other side it looks like just a sharp bone yeah <laughs> she looks awesome like she yeah, usually I mean, she does she looks she's really awesome i mean like she's a great action star she, i know she does so like she does so well in those resident evils it's just the movies aren't good they're awful and we're in for more i mean i guess because it's the same 
director, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, also Mia Jovovich's husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, it like, okay, so I'm a fan of those movies. When I say that, I mean they're terrible, <laughs> but I love them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's you're like an honest fan. <laughs> yeah, you watch them and you're like, this is really bad, but you're kind of watching them because of that. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. And I feel that way about them. But man, I, I got to say that final one, the final chapter, that broke me. <laughs> that broke me. It's you were a broken man. So bad. It's like usually the continuity of these movies, <laughs> those Resident Evil movies are so rock solid. But for some reason, yeah. I don't know what happened. But in like... It that wasn't good, one, whatever it, did happen. The House of Cards yeah. of ooze-lit-ridden T-virus That's saying cards. a lot, because none of the ones I saw were any good either. No, so. none of them are good, Luke. None of them. Not a one. But this one broke the camel's back. It's so bad. <laughs> Awful. It's the worst one by far. But here we are. Monster Hunter. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a very kind of similar, like, world concept i feel like it's you know these heroes who have to do this thing to defeat these monsters just very similar to resident evil in my mind it's just you know it's not zombie-ish you know t-virus kind of stuff it's just giant monsters and i guess a world past our world or something (laughs) i don't know but tony jaw is the other poster and he's looking pretty sweet some kind of bow on his in his hand with arrows on his back. Mm-hmm. Giant bow. Giant and then bow. there's like a set photo I saw as well where Tony Jaw has some crazy spear. They're out in the desert. And there's another set photo where they're like running through the sand. The weapons look awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I will say. So I, I think from what I was hearing on a different podcast that apparently this is going to be significantly different from the games. Yeah. So. I think they have guns too, which guns are very much not a thing in Monster yeah. Hunter. And I don't know, you know, what that can mean for its success. It's, I don't know. I, I, I look at something like uh, Sonic that just came out and I feel like they stayed pretty close to the game. I mean, yeah. they had to put some kind of story behind it, obviously, that didn't, you know, wasn't in the game because there wasn't a lot of story in the game. But it stayed pretty close to the styling and just kind of the feel of Sonic. So... You know, whether or not fans of this, I think that's the big thing. Like, you have to win fans over for this to be yeah. popular and for them to recommend it to people who aren't fans. And also, like, with Monster Hunter, like, there's the name recognition. I mean, Sonic is, like, everywhere. Everyone knows Sonic. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil, people know Resident Evil even who aren't <clears throat> gamers. Monster Hunter, only gamers know who Resident, yeah. who Monster, what Monster Hunter is. Either uh, if It's not. It's, it's just a new generic. IP. I mean, yeah. for, for, for the movie. For people. the movies, yeah. yeah. But yeah, interesting that like Capcom gives this guy their their properties to yeah, do. But they're taking a risk, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, there's man, it's like people got a lot of hope with Sonic, but man, video game movies are still universally bad. I didn't even tell you about this. I didn't even talk about it on the freaking podcast. But I watched Doom Annihilation on uh, Netflix. It's just one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's so bad. I didn't even know about that one. Yeah, because it's pooped. Is that a new one? New sequel to Doom? I don't know if I'd even call it a sequel. It's just a, let's try again, but worse. The first one's bad, but this one's So there's only Doom, The Rock, and then there's this? Yeah, there's this. It's just... Who's in it? Nobody's in it, Luke. There's no one in this. It's It's never a good sign. No, there's no one in it. They're 
their toys are they're like little toy guns are like plastic it's just but it's live action just like the rock yeah yeah it's live action it's mm. it's <laughs> probably shouldn't have been <laughs> the the little monsters look like they're from power rangers <laughs> you so, mean demons they should yeah. be demons <laughs> yeah the demons they, they are demons. they weren't even demons they are they demons monsters. i will say that they are demons but they look like they're from power rangers <laughs> it's just one of the worst and yeah, so like it should not look anything like power rangers no 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 <laughs> so, so these video game movies are still stinking they're still stinking up a storm we're, we're just yeah. luckily every now and then we'll get a good one but for some reason these adult ones that you like you know the adults only ones you think there would be easier to make a good movie of they're the crappiest ones of all and we're getting sonic the hedgehog is one that's you know a, a, a quality yeah so strange but anyways i was just I looking know. through they also mentioned some of the uh, cast as well so we're also getting ron perlman Okay. Who's going to play the admiral? Who's going to be the leader of the hunters' crew? Okay. Ti, who's going to play a sniper? All right, he's pretty good. Diego Bonetta, I do not know him. He was in the. Um, actually, no, I don't know. Some Pretty Little Liars, <laughs> apparently. He's in a Terminator. Uh, Megan Good, Josh Hellman, lots of roles in the movie. Yeah, I don't recognize him. But, so you know, some a decent number of recognizable names. There are people here. Yes. Uh, I like Ron Perlman. I think I think he would fit well into that world. Mm-hmm, I agree. This is a much better cast, I think, than any uh, Resident Evil movie has gotten. You, universally, usually, Mia Jovovich is the biggest star in those I feel movies. Like they kind of saw the quality, and it was like people didn't want to jump, you know, put their name attached to that after a while. Mm-hmm. It's like these aren't getting better. No, actually, <laughs> they're getting worse. At least they wrapped it up. At least they were they got put us out of our misery. It's about time. But Monster Hunter, I mean, I'll be there. I'll see it. I mean, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I will definitely be there. Yeah. What else you got? September. Well, That's my so... computer stops working. September fourth. That's a lot so. sooner than I thought it was going to be. Yep. Sixty million dollar budget. Pretty low budget. A little for, low. For, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not low for like a mid-sized movie, but for a giant monster movie, it's low. For people who have like probably five people that people would definitely know, like household names. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little low. You'd want it to look more like um, Pacific Rim and less like, I don't know, yeah. Sharknado. But it's definitely. not going to look that bad. It's not want it to look, to look like bad. Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we'll see. <laughs> That actually would probably be a good director for this. Yeah. <laughs> Pacific Rim, dude. That's, yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. And that's the, yeah. the budget you'd like for this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't to be. No. So you probably know a little bit more about this than I do. but Try the, me. Uh, so the Star Wars, they had a big announcement about the new like comic books, new game, new, uh, new games. New, uh, I wish. Uh, probably. <laughs> new books. So I, I guess the idea is they're going to kind of like write some new material. Was it the High Republic or the High? Yes. Yeah, high something. <laughs> We're doing good. I, I, can't find, I can't find the freaking article. On right. I, I know probably less than Google's hiding this, it. So this is good. <laughs> so anyways, they're like, they're like, this is straight from like LucasArts. So this is like people who've worked on Star Wars since, I don't know about the beginning, but at least in the beginning of the prequels. So, but these are people who obviously are very invested in the series, and they they said they kind of just I'm kind of summarizing what yeah. the, the what the video showed that I saw on Instagram. Um, they just kind of wanted to explore the idea that a thousand generations of Jedi live in you. They they said that was just a cool like 
term that they like picked out and said, okay, what can we do with that idea? And so they're going to go back, you know, before all the events of Skywalker and that whole saga started and kind of explore other variations of Jedi and Mm -hmm. different species and heroes. And they said there'll be more bounty hunters and scoundrels, they said. (laughs) So I I like it. I think it's, I think it's an interesting direction. I I don't know how much the movies are going to, you know, take off of what they do there. They could (laughs) go in a completely different direction, honestly. Um, So I think if you're out there as a fan of Star Wars, don't take this as, oh, okay, this is where the movies are going, but it could be. But yeah, so I mean, we'll see. I think it could be setting the stage for it. I mean, honestly, I, it's not the direction I want them to go. I, I mean, literally, I want them to go 200 years the other way. I'd rather them be in the future because I don't want to hear if they make a movie or a show or whatever. I don't want to hear, oh, my name is John Palpatine or anything like that. I don't want any of that. I think this is going way before all that. Yeah, I think that, 200 so. years. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> It's a long time. We shouldn't be talking about a prophecy at that point. The prophecy of the one who will bring balance to the fourth. I hope not. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel like that from the good. It, okay. it felt like they were gonna kind of remove and like explore other like parts of the galaxy. So. Cool. That's great. I, I want it to be. I want it to everything they do to feel whatever they do next. I want it to feel as important as what Star Wars is. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, we're just setting the stage for something that's going to happen later. No, I want it to be, this is just as big, it's just over here, or this yeah. far back to where, you know, it's just so in the past. I mean, really, at this point, no matter what you do, it's going to be a rebuilding thing. It's it's very similar, my feeling, to Marvel. It's like you have to you have to build up to something, and you have to conclude it, and you have to start over. So, Ooh, my pop filter. I, you know, I... <laughs> I don't Sorry. know that it'll be a bad thing for it. I, I do think it's it's just it's the cycle of life. It's like yeah. it's like birth and death. You know, I, I think both of those kind of series kind of had to come to an end of something, and now we're starting a rebirth. And it always means that it's going to be a little slower, and it's going to have to introduce you to brand new people who people don't care about as much because you know they didn't see it when they were in their childhood in the late seventies. They didn't they didn't grow up with it, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you got to start somewhere, and I think it, it seems like they're taking their time, they're thinking about it, and, you know, maybe we'll get some great stories out of it. Yeah, I mean, I... Here's to hoping. Compl- a new hope. I complained a lot about <laughs> being, like, in this new one. I, w- I wanted there to be a few more Jedis. Oh, boy. <laughs> Is there going to be Jedis? Yeah. There's every picture. There's a few people wielding lightsabers. There's a Wookiee with a lightsaber. Look at that. There's so much Jediing about, but... Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'd say get away from Skywalker. Get away from it all. I'm sure they just yep. you know want to just get away from it. I want them to get away from it. I just want... While well, they're working from Skywalker Ranch. <laughs> yeah, true. So, not that. They but don't yeah. To, they don't yeah, have to leave. Of course. But. <laughs> what else we got? Um, Indiana Jones is apparently... I didn't really read the full thing, but apparently Steven Spielberg's out, mm-hmm. which I just... I don't understand. Yeah. Um, this wasn't a movie I feel like people were demanding. Um, Indiana Jones 5 is what we're talking about. Uh Uh, Steven Spielberg will no longer be directing it, but James Mangold will be directing it. He directed Logan. He directed Ford v. Ferrari from this past year, Mm -hmm. which was an Oscar-nominated movie, if anyone's forgotten. Um, So, obviously a great director, but like I said freaking five years ago when we were podcasting about this like what why why yeah 
and you know Harrison Ford's only gotten five years older since then. I mean, it. It's, it's going to be like a, another. Like they tried to do a passing of the torch last it's, time. It's got to be right. It's just going to be another one. Can't be anything else. How do they get it? Is, you is can't Shia bring LaBeouf an eighty-year-old man in and not pass the torch. You just can't. Are they going to act like? Uh, Crystal Skull is never going to happen. There's Shia LaBeouf no, will absolutely not be in this movie. There's no I will way bet, they'll I will do that. money on that. Yeah, there's no way they're bringing him in. They don't not want people to think of that movie at all. They don't want me to think of that movie. No, they're not even getting, bringing back the director. Hated that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I've always been like, huh? I mean... <laughs> It maybe it might be one of those things. No, it can't be one of those things. So, <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm wrestling myself here because I remember being like, you know, another Blade Runner <gasps> with Harrison Ford, but he was a supporting character in that movie, yeah. and the, it, he was not in a large portion of that yeah, movie. Good because I mean that was a really good movie, but I, you can't do that with Indiana Jones. It's Indiana Jones. Yeah. Why are you, who are you passing the torch to? Can't be Alexander Jones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are they doing? He, I don't know. For some, he's like, how long has it been since Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Like fifteen years, something like that. Uh, no, 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 not that. No, long. no. Maybe not. I don't know. It feels like it's been <laughs> that long ago. I don't know. Prepare yourself. It might be something like that. I think it was two thousand twelve or something. No way. How is this not two thousand eight? So 12 years 12 years 15. ago. Not 15. But a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, being 12 years old. It was a terrible movie, though, so I tried I mean, to forget terrible. it immediately. But, I mean, watching Harrison Ford in Force Awakens, he had to do very little as far as action was concerned. He threw one punch, and it was the most embarrassing punch I've ever seen. Yep. I mean, it can't be helped. He's super old. I don't. I should expect you to have to throw a punch. But why, if I'm going to watch him crack a whip, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even I mean, imagine. Look at all the problems we had with the Irishman. I mean, that would be a good example. And they worked oh. really hard to de-age, de you know, all those actors. Mm -hmm. He couldn't even stomp a hand. <laughs> I mean, really Even when mean, he threw the but... gun in the river. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. It's an old man throw. <laughs> look, here in Improperly Packaged, we do not hate old people. Just have him, like, push but... it off the edge. Don't have him throw it. Like a covert slide of the oh gun my over gosh. the... gosh. <laughs> it's... Ooh. I don't like it, okay? <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen what they're going to do, but in all my imaginings... I mean, that's why I'm not directing it, maybe. That's why I'm not writing it, because I have no ideas. I have no ideas on how you can make this good. I have nothing. If it's Indiana Jones going about like it was on his old days, no, no good, because he's too old. No. It's you, you have to introduce a new new character. If it's him passing the torch, no, because it's Indiana Jones, not Adventure Man or whatever. I mean, I could see that maybe working with the correct director. I, I, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been surprised before. There's not going to be a sequel, though. You know, there's not... I mean, maybe. I mean, I guess... Born... What was it? Born Supremacy, I think. Or Born, Born Legacy. Born Legacy was a good example of them trying to do that, and... That wasn't a horrible movie, but it definitely didn't pass the torch. But Never it did try it. that. Yeah. Okay. You're the new confused spy man who doesn't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't know if that's what it no, is. No, it's not far off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, 
I could see the Jones name being passed down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was something that should have been done 25 years ago at the mm-hmm. end of <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Um, but I don't know. You know, I certainly have high hopes, you know, as I always do, because it's just my favorite freaking movie mm-hmm. series ever. Yep. Like, it definitely is. But we'll just say there hasn't been a good one in a long time. No, I mean, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is... It's a terrible thing to, to expect it to be like that. Because I think, no matter what, it's going to be better than that. I think... James Van Gold has proven himself as a great actor. I don't think he's capable of doing something like that. I really don't think that could come out of him. <laughs> but then again, yeah. I didn't think that could come out of Steven Spielberg, but it did. But see, I don't know. Steven Spielberg has had some sneakers before. You thought Tukiki Watiti could do you know the job he did on the movies that he's made recently. Yeah, you just you never know. Yeah. Oh, well, I have... Look at Joker. Yeah. It's not a movie anybody expected. No. Yep, could be the best thing I've ever seen. We'll know when we see it. <laughs> this isn't on our list, but did you see the uh, the Candyman trailer? No. We talked about movies coming out probably like a few months ago, and I spent a long time not be- like being like, are you kidding me? When I heard there was a Candyman trailer coming out. <laughs> CJ, who's listening movie. right now, mentioned it to me. Yeah. <laughs> so we were laughing about it, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about Candyman. I've never watched that movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, Candyman is a ridiculous movie that's really good too. Like the original one, it's pretty good actually. Like I guess we're talking about John Candy, right? John Candy, the Candyman <laughs> himself. No, wrong podcast. <laughs> but um, the original was a movie I saw very young. It scared me because I was young. Uh, saw it, saw it recently. It's pretty good. Pretty like you know good out of the example of those kind of supernatural. Figures, you know, put him up against a uh, Freddy and Wishmaster. He falls somewhere in between, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I don't I'm know. Watching it right now. <laughs> oh, okay. It looks like they're doing some different stuff with it, and it actually looks very. I, I what's what, kind of just the general idea, like brainwashing or something. I mean, think Freddy, but think of like more black culture. Uh, Candyman was a man who was uh, killed and brutalized. It's a dream thing. It, well, not so much a dream, but he's just a spirit, a vengeful like ghost spirit of someone who was brutalized in the past. Uh, for I'm trying to remember what it was, what he did, but whatever. Um, and now he's back, and you say his name five times in a mirror. He's coming for you. So bloody Mary. Yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a pretty like the original was pretty fun. He had a really good, um, not I don't want to say good actor, but a really good. A really great person for that role, playing Candyman, first time around. He just had a really cool voice. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he sounded a lot like, sounded a lot like Wishmaster with the, choose your wishes, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a similar, but kind of really cool sounding voice. Really creepy. He's got a hook for a hand. Oh, man, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's only been like a few years, but I just don't remember a lot of the details. But I think the, the new one looks ridiculous. What I said when someone sent me the trailer and watched it, I was like, wow, that looks ridiculous. I can't wait. It just looks it looks entertaining. It looks very strange, but very crazy in kind of a good kind of way. It just We looks... don't get a lot of these type of horror movies now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like Jordan Peele's honestly the only one who's doing them. Exactly. I mean, he's I guess he's only producing on this movie, but They're all the same now. Like I didn't put this in watching slash playing because I didn't finish it because like I'm maybe going to watch a little bit of it on HBO. There was The Curse of the Lorna. Thank you. Man. 
Man, this is just paint by numbers. Oh, there's a crazy person. Did you see it? I watched like the first 15, 20 minutes yeah. of it. I'm getting through it, but it's just like the most. <laughs> uh, just, what movie is it like, you're saying? Every other movie that's come out now. Like, <laughs> oh, there's a crazy lady. What's going on with her? Oh, she's just the one who was being tormented by the thing before. Everyone thinks she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, this person's, uh, the woman's going to a, a priest. Have you heard of Lorna? I haven't heard that name in a long time. It's just trope after trope after trope. I mean, I don't know. It, it's it, actually the screenplay is by Jordan Peele. It's said at the end of the mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, he's got a big hand Pretty in it. Pretty involved, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks interesting. It looks better <laughs> than one of those. I like these, yeah, like these supernatural slashers. Yeah. We don't get a lot of those. It's either a ghost or a mm-hmm. demon or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's up to like, you know... Well, as Stephen King, Stephen King kind of has sort of that, like Pennywise is sort of a supernatural slasher kind of deal. There's that bit. one that just came into theaters that we were <laughs> criticizing that ended up being a flop with the kid from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <Yeah. laughs> I've seen that trailer like so kids many in the freaking mansion. time. Yeah. So stupid. I hate that trailer. The little girl. Wouldn't you like to know or whatever she's saying? I was we'll like, see. We'll see. Exactly. Like, it's a scary. Who's being scared by this? <laughs> this kid obviously trying too hard to be creepy. Don't come into this part of the house. Exactly. <laughs> so stupid. But yeah. whatever. Candyman, I'm interested in it, even though it looks ridiculous. But it's the best kind of ridiculous. We'll keep an eye out. We'll keep an eye out. One last thing before we talk about this last thing, and we said <laughs> one last thing before the last thing. Um, we said we were gonna like keep an eye on Sonic, so I was gonna like up, oh, yeah, yeah, update yeah. people again on how that was doing. Sorry, there's somebody walking by. Apparently, it's all right. Hey, don't walk by this house. Oh, it's a dog. Uh oh. It's a dog. Ollie, Ollie, you should be afraid of that dog. That's a much bigger dog than you. Do not challenge that dog. Okay, so... It's not walking away because you're barking. All right, sorry. Um, right now we're sitting at 128 domestic. Okay. 137 international, so 265 worldwide. It's looking good. That's really good. Uh, $85 million, reminding everybody, $85 million budget. It's a lot more than the yep. <laughs> Monster Hunter <laughs> budget. <laughs> That's looking good. All right. So, I mean, I'd imagine a sequel announcement's probably imminent. That's really good. I mean, that's a solid yeah. hit. That is very good. Yeah. It's a big one. Um, there were some 16 talks days about, in uh, now. Wow. There were some talks. I don't think this is all rumor. I'm pretty sure it's 100% rumor. But they were talking about The Rock's potential involvement in a sequel. I don't know. Because this is the only movie he's not a part of. <laughs> exactly. No, he was like, there were some Jungle Cruise is over. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine he'd be a good voice for Knuckles if he was going to be in it. He'd be a good one, but who knows? Maybe Give me those Chaos Emeralds. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, <laughs> good for Sonic. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, good success. Indeed. So you want to talk a little Xbox? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's kind of interesting that Xbox had a big announcement uh lately they're kind of just doing this like trickle feed of like okay here's an announcement and just the door is slowly creaking open as for what next gen is going to be 
Um, and yeah, they're really the only one making solid announcements right now. We still haven't really heard anything from Sony other than the fact that they dropped out of PAX East because of the, you know, the coronavirus and all that stuff. And so they had like the Engadget articles or whatever that magazine was. Mm-hmm. Sony, you know, they've now had two, two articles that come mm, out with true. details on what the console is going to be. But yeah, I think Sony, it's only a matter of time, probably a matter of weeks before there's going to be an event announced. I agree. I'm honestly surprised they haven't announced the date of the event. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe they're just still holding their cards tight to their chest for a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they're just trying to figure stuff out, I guess. I mean, I don't think... I like, just want to know the prices. That's where I'm at at this point. Exactly. Like, like, just like, tell us so we can start saving money. That's exactly right. Like, I'm talking to Amber. Like, we're trying to save as a family and being like, okay, so we know we're going to get the PlayStation 5 when it comes like, right, right to launch. We're going to get it when it comes yeah. out. And we're like, okay, how much do we need to set aside for this? I'm, I'm, I've been saving since September. Yeah. I have a little box. I've been yeah. putting money. <laughs> Heck yeah. Your, your Xbox so box. I'm at 400 bucks right now. So <laughs> Okay, We'll see. I mean, we're talking <laughs> right now. People are thinking somewhere between four fifty and five hundred. That's the general consensus. Well, there'll probably be two models, so mm. we'll see. Well, yeah. I mean, so the one the Xbox announcements that kind of came <clears> out. There was a few really cool ones. I mean, they talked about how it's what a twelve teraflops, which is two times the. Well, I think that's still rumor, X. though. I Is it? I don't think that they announced that. I think they did. I think uh, Spencer flat out like tweeted it and was like, "That's right." You know how many flops that is? A lot, and it is a lot of flops. I gotta say. <laughs> but um, there's that, and also the fact that um, they were talking about forwards compatibility. Did you hear anything about this? The what compatibility? Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of confusing, and I think we need more information uh, about this. But the idea is is that if you buy, it's the idea of when you buy it, you have the best version of it. So, like, say, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. So, like, how, um, remember how, like. G- this, is, this is what I already had told you, remember? Because the, the kind of the thing that I had heard, you know, months back was that, Okay, if there's going to be two Xbox versions, doesn't that mean these developers are going to have to like develop mm-hmm. for the lesser thing? And no, that doesn't mean that at all. It means they develop the higher thing, and then you get the version that your thing can play. And that's yep. exactly what they've announced here. And I think that's why it's not of concern. It's a good reason to come out with two versions for people who can't afford the more expensive. Absolutely. Thing. Why and, not? And they're saying like games like uh, the big announcement with a uh, Cyberpunk that if you yeah. get. The old version, like because it's, it's coming that they out signed before up for launch. It. Yeah. That's great. Everyone really should. There's no reason not to. Exactly. Like this was a problem we ran into last generation when like Grand Theft Auto Five came out late in the console's life cycle, yep. and then one of the like the first yep. like like really early in the generation. Here's Grand Theft so Auto Five again yep. for and I bought it full, full price. price on both both versions. Yeah, and th- like this happened over and over. Oh, and here's The Last of Us, and it gets mm-hmm. a significant bump mm-hmm. in resolution with the Call remaster. of Duty did it. Yep. The Tomb Halo, Raider, the Master Chief so Collection. Many. There's so much money spent on wanting to have the best version, and you know who can blame you? You have a new console, and you want these new new games to look the best that they could, can, and otherwise, you know, it's hard to go back. And so, it's great that they're doing this, or at least starting to do this. Oh, I absolutely. I don't know if everyone's going to do. It. I hope everyone does. It. I hope this is just it from now on. Everyone should do it. I mean, everyone Nintendo should, should do it. it. Sony should do it, and all the developers should do it. They really should. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just the right thing to do. It really is, and I, I can't imagine. 
that like after the statement that uh <laughs> that uh cyberpunk made or cd project red how, how they basically said that like this is how it should be i can't imagine the playstation 5 is announced and they're like oh we don't do that sorry two versions yeah they just won't mention it at all exactly right and so yeah. I, yeah i agree everyone should do this they That's just won't talk about it i think it'll awesome all. awesome thing that will be the telling thing mm-hmm yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's been this game that I think developers and, you know, these platforms have been playing with us for far too long. It's yes. just been, it's. I mean, it's frustrated me long before the Xbox even came out that I had to buy a PlayStation 1 game and then I had to buy a PlayStation 2 game. It's like, so I can't play my PlayStation 1 games on my PlayStation mm-hmm. 2? Like, what the heck? Like, So it's it's been something I think that's frustrated a lot of people for a long time. PC, you didn't have that. It was just every game you bought just worked on any PC. And just the better the PC got, the better it played. Yeah, exactly. And that's how it should be. I should never have to buy Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 ever again. I bought it digitally. It should carry over until Xbox 50. Yeah, and I think the worst example of that is Nintendo because they have the deepest catalog, obviously, of any of these companies. 100%. I should be able to play my Super NES or my NES game. Yes. As old as that freaking crap is, it's so easy to play it on a you know brand new computer that's a thousand times faster than your NES. So I, I just think it's so un- it's so unfair to users when like you for example mm-hmm. who who really enjoy retro games have to jump through all these hoops to get them to play on your retro PlayStation or yep. you know your what your switch or your (laughs) gamecube or you know all these things that you've had to like hack and download stuff and like install different firmwares and it's Mm -hmm. just silly it's just yeah i think games like that like when the virtual console came out on the wii and it became a thing where you would digitally buy these games it should have carried over on and on and on instead of and i think you should have been able to put your disc in and say look i already bought this like, if you can't play this disc, that's fine. But recognize that I own this game and then give me the digital version. I know. Because I already bought it. I know. It's as simple as that. I know. You should be able to put in your little mini disc from GameCube. <laughs> and the game goes, I'm sorry, I can't play that disc. But I see that you own that game. So I will now download your yeah. copy of the game. And you get it this one time. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, you don't get to use it in everybody else's game. But it, like, it like makes a mark on the disc or something, you know, digitally that says I wanted to do this that. has been used. <laughs> I want to do that for so long to, like, have it to where, hey, I want the digital version of this. And, like, put it in my PlayStation. And it goes, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and, like, spits out a broken disc or something. And it's digital. It'll be fine. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd and love then it. it's just in your account. I mean, that's. It's like you'd laugh if something like that didn't work on your phone. Like if I bought an app, of course it, I should still own the app when I get a new phone. To every phone. I know. I this I hope. And we should be able to play across systems. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, yes. seriously, it's just a computer that has a different logo on the front. Mm-hmm. That towards uh, now, towards this like last kind of stretch of this generation, I mean, people are trying to start that. I mean, it's only right now happening for the most part with the biggest of games, you know, like your Fortnites. In your Minecraft, Apex, Apex, think doing it. does it. Um, Modern oh, Warfare, they, they do it Call okay. of Duty, Modern Warfare does it. Um, Rocket League does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's slowly getting bigger. Yeah, to the like popular War- multiplayer, which is good. I think uh, Minecraft. Yeah, well. definitely Minecraft. Minecraft's yeah. like anything. It's like yeah. I think, but phones, it is. It's just crazy Switch. to be able yeah. to play. Yeah, on place. What was it? Yeah, 
CJ was telling me, yeah, the, the, the fact that you can play Fortnite on, on your Switch and mm-hmm. then also be playing against somebody on Xbox, it's just, it's weird. It's really cool and crazy <laughs> yeah. and ridiculous. But yeah, it's, if you can, you should be able to. If it's and I hope they get the voice chat be. working across platforms because that's yes. been a really big issue here in the early adoption of that. Mm. So it's like if you're doing voice on Especially Switch, across Switch, it, it's really hard gotcha. to talk to people on PlayStation or Xbox. Oh, so you've Xbox. experienced that. Okay. No, I just oh. CJ was telling me he was playing with some of his friends. Gotcha. Okay. It wasn't working, so... Well, you know, this, it really does get me excited, though, because this is my dream. I'm the biggest, you know me, I'm an archivalist. I, if, if there's something I love, I want it to carry on to the next generation. There's of no reason you shouldn't be able to play it. It's, yes. It frustrates me to no end. I think and all like, these games, like, I have, I've lost or I sold or whatever. And, like, I paid for those games. You know, even if it's 30 years ago, it shouldn't matter. I paid yeah. for those games. I should be able to play them now. It's very frustrating. When when they're digital things, it's like if it's a magazine or something, it's like, okay, time has its toll yeah, on it. It's, yeah. it's it's crap now. I can't read it or something. But they're not gonna send you one new one when it falls apart. Yeah. But like it's a digital thing. It should just be live forever. I yeah, hundred percent. And I, I I'm really uh I'm really uh glad to see like how they're kind of approaching this and like they're finally getting that kind of uh, like ethic that yeah, you own this. Why would we charge you twice? And I think it's good that Microsoft's pushing the envelope and saying, Mm -hmm. like, this is going to happen. I don't care if you guys don't like this. This is going to happen. I hope this is the same way for, like, a lot of technology. I mean, like, it's... I hope it's the same way for movies. I mean, like, yeah. Once it gets to the point where you have 8K and we're streaming it on our 8K televisions and that's the kind of the standard, I think it should be a thing where you scan the barcode on a movie on a Blu-ray, and it's like, here you go. Like, there's things that Absolutely. exist like that, sort of. Like, Voodoo has a disc-to-digital program where you can scan a barcode, and you can pay, like, $2 to get, like, the uh, digital version. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you should be able to buy your disc and just be like, if I don't feel like walking over there and putting the disc in, then, you know, I'm just going to stream it. Mm-hmm. Or if, let's say, the internet's down, I can I have my disc, I can play my movie whenever I want. Yeah, and it should... Upgrade with the times. You and it should play movie. on every platform. That also frustrates yep. me so much. I can't I can't download something on Netflix and watch it over AirPlay onto my TV when I'm in another place. Mm-hmm. Like, that frustrates me to no end. Yeah. If I don't have, you know, a cord or whatever, or I don't have my Apple TV with me, I should be able to play it on the TV through my AirPlay. Yeah. Or sometimes, you know, things don't work on an iPad or something stupid like that. Yeah, there's a like, lot of weird things. I think, like, especially for, like, uh, the digital medium, you know, as far as, like, uh, your digital copy. Like, their Movies Anywhere is working on the whole unification process of basically, yeah. like, here's your all-in-one thing. Every, this is on everything. It, They're the best example of like an effort being made exactly. in, in that direction. Yeah. They're really good, and I support them. The only They, are, they still have some... Improvements made. They just recently, like I think a year ago, uh, got the support for 4K, and so all the movies you have in 4K are now 4K there. But they still don't have TV shows; it's only movies. Yeah. Which I mean, it's in the name, so I can't be too mad at them. <laughs> but there's certain certain movies, there's certain studios they don't have a partnership with, and so like there, I have some movies. There always is. <laughs> yeah, like I have some movies on Vudu that don't exist on movies anywhere, just because there's that weird thing. It's kind of strange. Yeah. But anyways, we got off on a tangent. Xbox. No, I mean I think it's 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 all part of the same conversation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. 
another thing that's cool is just a. Uh, you know, I've the something I've been using a lot, like something I've been kind of like, wow, that has been such a great thing is the being able to just put the console to sleep and uh, wake your console up, boom, back in the game. Apparently, that's mm-hmm. like expanding to where an Xbox Series X, you can now do it with multiple games, at the, <laughs> which and so wow. you can play one game, switch over to another, and put two of them to sleep simultaneously. That's nuts. Yeah, that's cool. Put and, it in like a pause state. Uh huh. And I don't understand how this works. Apparently, you can do a full system shutdown, and your game will still go like like that. And when you turn it back on, it'll still. That is weird. How does that even work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess solid state memory maybe would make something like that possible. Whereas, yeah, like spinning disk memory is different. Mm. You know, like solid state maybe can hold its state easier because okay. it's you know obviously not having to like keep track of where it was on the drive okay but i you know that's just a guess that's crazy though it's, it's wild yeah. it's really cool i mean that's just it's i'm like, sure that's something that will come with all the new consoles playstation mm-hmm. 5 and <laughs> switch again i mean the double switch i'm sure like everything's <laughs> going to look really good and like the graphics are going to go great but i think as we go generation generation like from playstation 3 and xbox 360 on I think it's a little less about the graphics, and the graphics are much better. I mean, going back to PS3 or Xbox 360, you're like, yeah, this yeah. looks a lot better. <laughs> but I think um, accessibility is a big thing that's uh, a focus for these consoles, which I think it's great mm-hmm. because it is like one of those things. Like, can you imagine <laughs> like playing games like back in the PlayStation 2 era? And you know, oh my gosh. You mean for handicapped people or? <laughs> just easier to get at oh, i'm sorry no not just for handicapped people i mean which they are doing stuff like that but i mean like, yeah which is great just ease of use for uh for yeah. people and just uh, mm-hmm. things you didn't know you would wanted you really accessibility I mean? in both ways i mean yeah yeah absolutely but yeah i'm heartened to see all that it's it just it, it makes me very excited i'm very excited like even just for me this is the first time with a playstation console that i've had like true backwards compatibility with playstation 4 even just with playstation 4 honestly just the fact that i'm like okay i'll turn on the new console and kingdom hearts will be there i keep calling about kingdom hearts i'm not a freak i mean i kind of (laughs) am but i have other games too Xbox Game Pass, I think, is a good example also of a way that where the stuff just like lives in perpetuity Dude. for you, where you don't yeah. have to like worry about whether or not it comes over. It's just that's just part of it. It's like Netflix. Here it is. It's kind of it's a lot like Netflix in the way that where you know I can literally throw out all my gear and buy all new gear, and it's just oh yeah, it's just Netflix. You just connect it back yes. to Netflix. Exactly, and that that's great. I mean, it, it's, it's just, how it should be for the stuff you buy, but it's also cool that it's just like, well, there's stuff that I don't want to buy, but I can also just play it everywhere. You signed up. You signed up for it. You've uh, signed up for like the the that infrastructure. So it's like you're part of that. Like yeah. you know, you're part of that company almost in a way mm-hmm. to where, yeah, they they like you, they, they buy your loyalty and like that's how they keep it with stuff like that. Game Pass and just giving you games like that, you're paying every year or every month or however much it is. And it's just like they're making it worth your while. And that's what's going to have people coming back. I mean, they get that they do that. Accessibility, like you were saying, makes everything Mm -hmm. easier. They they keep doing it by giving it at some point, giving you what you expect isn't enough. It's giving you like a little bit more than you expect every now and then. Yeah. Is, uh, Real Stuff cool. like getting GTA Five was like, are you serious? Here's this game. It's like the most prized game in the entire world. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's made so much more money than any other game ever has, and 
I was, I was surprised. I, I guess there. I guess the GTA Five honestly is just moving more and more to freemium. Oh yeah. Especially being as old as it is. It's not about copies now. Yeah. It's about how much time you're spending in the in-game yeah. casino. How many <laughs> Megalodon shark cards are you buying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a big thing. Like they draw. It's not a coincidence that they dropped uh, Kingdom Hearts Three on Game Pass a week before they released. Um, their Remind DLC on Xbox. And so yeah. they I, seeing them advertise it has been a fun thing. Like, oh, hey, guys, you can play all Kingdom Hearts games. And Kingdom Hearts Remind's out, but don't have Kingdom Hearts 3? Don't worry. It's free on <laughs> yeah. Game Pass, which the funny thing is, right now, I think you can get Kingdom Hearts 3 for like 20 maybe $30. Remind it's so it, weird to me to yeah. buy... <laughs> Like an upgrade thing for a game you don't even own. For, for, yeah, I know. That exactly. is a weird idea. And yeah, but the Remind DLC <laughs> is $30 in and of itself. Yeah. So <laughs> that's smart. It's and really you, smart. And your Game Pass. Like, you can't use your Remind. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? If you end Game Pass without having yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 or something just, like that. Yeah. Oh, crap. There goes my Remind now DLC. I have to buy the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, gosh. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm just super excited. Uh, I hope we don't all get the coronavirus and not get to play these games. Is that yeah. bad? That that's a concern of mine. I, I am wondering how much it's going to affect the price, though. It is a serious yeah. concern. There was it's very big. There concern. was like an article I was seeing about the change in the CO2 pollution in China. <laughs> they compared it to like the change because you know New Year's everything kind of shuts down in China, so the yeah. CO2 levels go down. Well, this year they did go down, but then they never. They never jump back. Mm. So, I mean, it was dramatic. So, you know, what that obviously means is that work is not getting done. Things aren't getting produced. So iPhones, and, you know, refrigerators. I mean, the mm. laundry list of things, but specifically to what we're talking about. I mean, these consoles, assuming they're somewhere close to being done, I would think that, you know, production would be ramping up about now saying, okay, we need our, you know, 200,000 consoles at launch yeah. or 500,000, whatever it is. Now's the time. Yeah. Like it takes a while to make, I mean, maybe even a million, you know, for a million PlayStation 5, a million Xbox Series Xs. These all need to be sitting in warehouses, you know, exactly. around the country to be shipped out to Best Buy in October, November for people to pick them up. Mm-hmm. We don't hear, we don't, it's like, it's not like, okay, and go once they announce it. You know what I mean? At that yeah. point, it's done. You know, it's like yeah. Phil Spencer right now said he, oh yeah, I'm playing on a Series X right now is what he said. So he's playing it is yeah. what he's saying. So yeah, I'm sure it's very close to being like, okay, let's start making this thing. It has to be. If these consoles are coming out in holiday, it has to be. I mean, do you think... That that's the cons- there's a lot of conspiracies now with PlayStation Five. Do you think that there's they're not showing anything right now because they're not ready, or do you think it's a choice? Man, it's so hard to say. It is. You know? It's impossible to yeah. say. I mean, I mean they've they've revealed a lot about it. I, I I wouldn't think that Sony just has done so many things right this console generation. It's hard to believe that they wouldn't be ready. I, Apart from something that we just don't understand has happened, you know, yeah. they've had some some issue, some leadership problem. I, I wouldn't think that there'd be a problem. At this point, I don't think there's any reason to really be too concerned. There may be things that come out in the news, you know. I would say if they haven't if they haven't announced the console before E3, I, I, I'd say that that would be concerning. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I, I, agree. I would think they would want to come out a month, maybe two weeks before E3 with the big PlayStation Five. Here's what we've got, like boom here it is vr mm-hmm. playstation vr 2 or whatever like 
here it is, get excited. This is why you're going to want our console. And, you know, a lot of people are saying this makes sense, a lot of sense to me. They still have a lot of exclusives coming. They don't... Hmm. A lot? Two or three. Yeah, I don't know about a lot. Well, I mean, that's a lot for, like, a few months. These are big ones. Like, you know, like, Last of Us 2 is big. And, and uh, I, the one I forget, the freaking name. Yeah, Shoot. the Samurai. Shadows Die Twice, man. That's the only thing I can remember. Yeah. Is that, right? is that right? Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. The, the Sucker Punch game. But, uh, gosh, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll just see. I don't like too much speculation. It's just... It's just that weird thing. Is just not we haven't heard. We have heard a lot more about the Series X at this point, but we'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure they're cooking up something. I mean, they were they went out of PAX East, but they were never going to announce anything there. You know, they were just going there to like show off Last yeah. of Us Two and stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll see. But either way, I'm super excited. From I'm, I'm excited for all, basically just what I know already, and we still have a mm-hmm. lot to learn. So very cool. Very cool. I think that about does it. We've talked yeah. about a lot of things today. We have a lot to look forward to this year. Yeah. We will see what happens. We got Monster Hunter. <laughs> a lot of questions to be answered. <laughs> We're sitting at a place now where so much of this is speculation. But oh, yeah. It's a lot of exciting news to be heard. Definitely looking to forward to E3 and, you know, Sony's, you know, whenever their event is. <laughs> yeah. It's, I feel like it's pretty much guaranteed it's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometime either before. It would have to be before E3. I would think, think right? it would be before, but no, it makes I don't sense. know. There may be reasons they want to wait. I, I don't okay. know. Yeah, I'm not a CEO, so I don't know. But anyways. Yeah. All right, guys. That does it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. Luke, as always, it's an honor and a privilege <laughs> and a pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Woohoo! We'll talk to you guys next week. See you. See you.